Hey, Tamara, it's Mo. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm, uh, you know, hanging in there. Grateful to be healthy, to have job security. So just taking things in day by day and, you know, trying to be appreciative mm -hmm. of my good fortune and privilege. How about yourself? Yeah, the same. We're, you know, we've been in the house now, me and the kids and um, my husband for about a month. And it's, yeah, I think we're starting to get into a rhythm. It's been a little bit hard, but we're, we're starting, trying. Does it feel like a month or does it feel longer than that? No, it feels way longer. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. The days are long. Uh, they're so long and I'm exhausted by the end of them and I have no idea. I have never been busier and I don't, we don't leave our house. All I do is cook and clean and organize three kids. Like it's really something. It's incredible actually. Yeah. But, yeah. But how about the writing? I'm learning a lot. Yeah, oh, you are writing a lot. Good. I How's am. Yeah, along? I'm. It's good. I, you know, I don't get to write as much as I want, but I'm, I'm starting to, you know, find time to do it. I sneak away every now and then and find a corner where it's quiet and just start writing. And I, I don't know what I'm writing for or who I'm writing for. It's mostly <laughs> just for me. And but it's yeah. good. It's there's. I have a lot. Yeah. And I just. And what are you that, thinking about? What are you writing about? Oh, you know, it's interesting. I think that what I've discovered during this pandemic is it confirmed to me that the disabled community is, you know, not valued. Disabled <laughs> people are not valued. And, and I kind of always knew that, but this is really confirmed it, not only for me, but for, I'd say, 99% of the people that I know that are either disabled themselves or love or parent somebody with a disability. So yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm writing about. So you're feeling like the way people are talking about disabled people right now, or maybe no, not talking not, about disabled people? People aren't talking, people aren't talking about disabled people. That's the problem. We never do. We just don't. That is the problem. We're not talking about disabled people. We're not talking about how we're going to keep disabled people safe uh, during this pandemic. More importantly, there are 6 million people with disabilities in Canada, and right. the majority of those people live in poverty. Right. So, you know, we keep talking about underlying health conditions and let's take care of our most vulnerable and... You know, we do talk about certain groups, but we rarely talk about the disabled community. And I think it's horrible. It's horrific. And uh, so it's right to, in front of to, our faces. I have to plead ignorance to mm. the disabled community. A lot of what I've learned has been from you directly. So has the government come out with any programs or anything geared towards that community? Obviously, there's been so many programs. No, well, the first thing level. is, is all the programs have been canceled, right? Because of social distancing. And that's totally understood. So we get that. And the, uh, the ministry, Shane Simpson, Minister Shane Simpson came forward and offered people with, okay, just hold, okay, Zoe, you can answer that phone, baby. <laughs> I'm on the phone. It's go, just go, just go. It's okay, baby, just go. No, it's fine. Don't answer it. Anyways. Um, so, <laughs> It's that uh, there's never any time alone. I'll tell you that right now. No, fair um, enough. So, so, you know, Minister Shane Simpson, uh, they announced that they were going to give people with disabilities $300 on top of this. And there was an announcement of $300. And we have to remember that the last time people with disabilities were given more money by the government was uh, 13 years ago. 
And Whoa, so, you know, okay. and, the, and the shelter rate for the shelter rate, I think for most people is something like $375 or, right. and, and so anyways, it's all, it's just bottom of the barrel. And so it's not good enough. And it's especially not good enough when you are disabled and you live in an apartment and you already live in poverty and you're not allowed to make, you know, more than $15,000 a year because you'll be punished for doing that if you make more than it by having what you are given taken away. Yes, of course. If you make more than what you're allowed to while you're on disability, then it's all taken away. So we don't even set people up to succeed. We keep people like patted down. And that's just not fair. And Mm -hmm. the other thing, oh boy, I'm worked up now. Okay, this is why I write. (laughs) This is why I've been writing about it because I can get it out. This is why I called you. I wanted to see what's going on. I wanted to see what you're thinking about. What were the services that that are cut? Oh, well, there's a lot of people. There are a lot of people uh, that have a cognitive disability and they are in day programs and, uh, you know, physical disabilities. There are day programs and those day programs vary and like, as much as the individual does. So, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a program where people go and learn about money management or grocery shopping or cooking, or maybe it's um, a group where people get together and, you know, there are care workers there looking after them. I mean, that's the other thing. We just had a caregiver die, Warlito uh, uh, Valdez in Richmond on April 5th. And it's what? It's the middle of April. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we've forgotten about him. He was 47 years old. He, he died in his home. He has a very young daughter. He left a wife behind. They're absolutely devastated. And people like Mr. Valdez, they work two, three, four jobs. You know why? Because why? he gets paid minimum wage. He is not valued. They are not valued caregivers oh. when you are working with the disabled. And <laughs> you're, you're not held to this, you know, this... Um, you know, you're not a doctor, you're not a nurse, you're not a, you know, many people are are new immigrants that are caregivers, you know, in their former life, they were nurses, they were doctors, they were, but they have to have all these different jobs and they go from care home to care home. And I'm not just talking about senior long care homes, right? But we also must remember that a lot of our seniors are disabled too. So anyways, I am very... See, I I would have thought that the caregivers would have fallen under the the nurses category no a lot of caregivers work under the umbrella of uh, CLBC which is community living British Columbia and that is a crown corporation but it doesn't fall under a ministry so you know Shane Simpson Hmm. the minister is responsible for them but they don't fall under the ministry and they run their own thing and they haven't been prepared for this They haven't been stockpiling PPEs. They don't have masks. They are letting people still go from care home to care home and or group home to group home. Uh, In a lot of cases, it's group homes. And maybe it's not a huge population, but Mm -hmm. we are talking about disabled people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that are disabled live in poverty and they are very vulnerable. And a lot of them live in care homes or group homes. And, you know, it's, Anyways, I have decided that it's much better for me to write about it at my desk at home than it is for me to tweet about it. But sometimes I get really upset about something and I tweet about it. But um, sure. I think my, my time is spent much better just writing 
on my sofa or, you know, writing on the brass or something like that. In well, the it's important I don't know. because like I said, I don't know about a lot of these areas, right? I'm not exposed to that. It's not in my life. So I, I would have no idea, but I think the yeah. public would be quite concerned to learn about these things. No, because we have been telling stories of disabled people for a long time in the media. Mm. And it, it, it's usually only when one of two things happens. When something really horrific happens, like mm-hmm. horrible, example, Florence Gerard, who died, and now there have been charges brought forward in Port Coquitlam against her caregiver and the agency that employed that caregiver. And this woman, I believe she was 57, she had Down syndrome, and she uh, died of starvation. And, and so that was in the news. And this was, you know, huh. it was everywhere. And everybody was outraged. This wasn't that long ago. It was just yeah. a few months ago. And, yeah. you know, we've forgotten about it. I get it. There's, you know, there's lots going on in the news. But so we tell these stories in the media all the time. The media's job is to tell you the, the news. And, mm-hmm. and then we as a community get to decide if we care enough to change things. Yeah. And obviously, we don't care enough yet to change things for disabled people. And I hope that by writing or getting organized enough with other like-minded people, we can create some change and really, truly make a difference. Because we came a long way, and we are regressing in so many ways, and we can't allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. You recently just chatted with, with Dr. Bonnie Henry. Were you able to express some of these concerns to her I as did. well. I mean, she's been doing an amazing job. Um, oh, she it sounds is doing like she'd an be open to listening to, to someone like you. You know what? I did bring it up uh, in that conversation. And uh, here's the thing. I only have so much time to talk to her. She's super busy. Sure. <laughs> um, sure. I went way over my time and I had so many things to talk to her about. So many things I wanted to ask her that I didn't even get to ask her. And we covered a lot of ground. But mm-hmm. I did tell her, I said, you know, I have I said, I am really concerned about our disabled community. Disabled yeah. people, you know, we don't hear them talk, talked about. We always hear about seniors. Seniors are incredibly important. If we're, if we're all fortunate enough, we're going to become a senior. And, and, you know, I'm not negating that in any way. It's, you know, we are all important, all of us. We are all equal. That is what I believe. And, and we need to treat each other as equals. And mm-hmm. there is no hierarchy when it comes to which group you fit in. Not in my world anyways. A disabled yeah. person is no different than you. They're no different than me. They are no different than anybody else. Same with seniors. We are all equal, especially when it comes to our health care and our safety. Mm-hmm. I think I need to see this oh. writing. I think the world needs to see this writing. Right? <laughs> what, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to put it out? I have no idea. I have no idea. Right now, it's just important for me to get it out. And I'm trying to, it's really hard. This is really hard, right? It's hard for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't know what other people are going through at home or what it might be, your, your financial situation or your, you know, your marriage situation or your mental health, anything. We don't know what's happening in people's lives behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. But I do know that, you know, this has been hard for everybody in different ways including myself and, and my family. And we're, you know, we're, we're trying our best, but for Beckett, my son who has down syndrome, you know, this is really hard for him. He thinks that everybody has abandoned him. All of his friends, hmm. his teacher, his principal, his support worker, his grandma, 
his other grandma, his aunt, his uncle. He thinks everybody, all of his friends, he thinks they've all abandoned him. Like what yeah. has happened? And I can't explain it to him, right? I can't. Yeah. And, um, and so we're just doing things in baby steps. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's 12 years old and it's like a little bit of time. Today he spent, he was, he did some online school. Okay. It yeah. was the third time. It was the third time. It was the longest he's sat in front of the laptop talking to his teacher. He didn't learn anything. And he lasted, I think it was eight minutes. It might have been nine minutes. And so my point is, is I have a choice, right? I can be super mm. disappointed and mad and, and, you know, you know, angry that we're not doing enough for, you know, my son to learn or whatever. But I have to understand who he is. And yeah. this is really hard. And it's especially hard for him. And he has no idea why. And mm. I don't know how to navigate this. I have no idea. I've never done this before. And so we're just doing it in baby steps. And so right now uh, we're going to try three times a week to have him talk to his teacher or his support worker and some friends. That's what we're going to schedule. And then everything else is a bonus. And then next week we'll try a little bit harder. And, you know, we're, we're working with the Down Syndrome Resource Foundation out in Burnaby and they're trying to do some online stuff. And it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Online learning is really great for some people. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not, for not so great for other everyone people, you know, needs. so, yeah. but we're, we're all navigating it. We're all dry, trying, we're all trying our best, all of us. And that's all we can do is try our best. Absolutely. Well, Hey, I just wanted to call to, to check in on you and see, see what's happening. <laughs> and I, I like fired up Tamara that I always learn something when you're, when oh you're this way. Oh my gosh, so. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? We just, <laughs> we just had dinner. I just cooked, you know, I just cooked a spaghetti for everybody and it's, you know, we eat a lot. We're eating a lot of pasta around here, and uh, <laughs> and so I was just sitting down to sort of think about. Oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm keeping you from dinner. No, 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 no. We already ate. We already okay. ate. It's all okay. good. No, I'm saying I just sat down and you called, and so oh, I don't know. Perfect. I got fired up for a minute, so it's all good. <laughs> well, keep in touch, and uh, I really do want to see this writing. I do hope you put it out there for for everyone. Well, we'll see. Thanks, Mo. Thanks, Mary. Take care of yourself. Okay, you too. Bye-bye.